and I'm joined now by Jamie Mackay, host of the country. Hi, Jamie. G'day, Andrew. Nice to chat. I understand you have a few questions for the Prime Minister. Well, she's on the show tomorrow, yeah, and there's a few questions I want to ask her on behalf of the industry. But look, a lot of it is around, and it's been discussed at length on this show, not only by yourself, but obviously here the last week around the response to the modelling around the Hiwaka Ekanoa uh, report. And, and, and I think what really came out of it from my taking, and I was on the road last week and talking to a hell of a lot of farmers and people in provincial New Zealand, I think it kind of crystallised and it put some numbers in front of them of what they could be staring down the barrel at, a 20% reduction in sheep and beef production up to a 24% drop in revenue in the meatworks alone or the meat industry alone, 14000 uh, job losses. Um, as Stephen Joyce put it in his column in the Herald, he said, um, you know, the sector, the ag sector, had signed up to something it could grudgingly cope with. A smart government would have accepted it, declared victory, and moved on. And I think they've played this bit of the equation badly, Andrew. Yeah, okay. So, any other burning questions for her? Well, look, um, I, I, you know, you hear that um, the market will rule everything. Well, why not let the market incentivise low carbon or zero carbon or regenerative milk uh, and meat? Uh, carrots not stick. We're already seeing, for instance, silver fern farms making a noise about zero carbon beef in the US market. If there's an incentive in there for the farmers to produce it, uh, that's mm. a good way. Look, I'm not suggesting for a moment that we that the farming industry can avoid emissions uh, taxation. And that's what Groundswell's asking for. And we might come back to that with their protests on Thursday. I'm not sure that's realistic, but I think the big beef with a lot of farmers is the fact that, yes, they realise they're going to have to pay an emissions tax, play their part, mm. but they're just not getting credit for everything on their farm that sequesters carbon. How, car how hard can it be? Yeah, okay, yeah, I get that. Uh, you, you mentioned uh, Groundswell on, on Thursday. Uh, do we know if the Prime Minister will um, attend or, uh, you know, at least observe it? And, and another question I have for you, is Groundswell truly reflective of all the rural community? Well, that, that's a really good question, Andrew. Um, certainly reflective of the disgruntled part of the rural community. Whether the silent majority standing on the sideline, I don't know. An answer to your other question about the Prime Minister... I don't think she'll have a bar of groundswell. She hasn't in the past. I don't see why she will now. She and a government, I think, will ignore this protest. Um, look, I, I worry about um, groundswell because I know the two blokes who run it and they're eminently sensible sort of conservative farmers, to be perfectly honest. Um, I'm worried about them being hijacked by some of the more extreme uh, portions, if you want, of the Voices for Freedom movement. Uh, this is, uh, some of them are, you know, like anti-vax extremists, and we've all been through that period and had that argument. Let's not relitigate that. But they're in danger, especially as they get into the four main centres of being hijacked and their messaging um, being stolen by perhaps more extreme views than theirs. Good. Thank you so much, uh, Jamie McKay. Uh, all the best, and thank you so much for your time today. And this is News Talk ZB.